Red on Red. This week on the podcast, we're joined in studio by Leaside Hardcore Heroes, Worn Out. Resistance. 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 Resistance.
a double dose of Corkonian heaviness there Baylor with Crawl Back and Zora with Ruthless Bastard of course Zora are playing this Saturday night at Cypress Avenue for the Metal United Worldwide gig happening from about 3 o'clock till closure at Cypress Avenue presented by Petrophile Promotions and Boojum for more information plus a documentary on the metal scene in Cork be sure to check out Petrophile Promotions on Facebook tickets 20 euro available from cypressavenue.ie or the bar at the Old Oak this is Red on Red Cork's new music podcast dropping every Wednesday evening via Cork's Red FM and redextra.ie we're also available on Apple and Google Podcasts Spotify and other podcasting platforms my name is Mike McGrath-Brien, and this week, speaking of all things Leaside Heaviosity, ahead of their big gig a little bit later this month at Fred Zeppelin's. Please welcome to the studio, Evan Prendergast. How are you doing? Xander Collin. How's it going? Alex Enrich. Hey, how are you doing? Not too bad at all. Now, Fred's a little bit later this month, and splitting a tour also with uh, Belfast Lads Sex Hardcore. Yeah, I was wondering <laughs> if you could actually say that or what. Like. <laughs> oh, we're a podcast, all right. It's people's responsibility as to whether or not they listen to us. Oh, fucking uh, class. So, yeah. <laughs> What are your thoughts heading into it? Really excited now because I think this is going to be the showcase of just the new version of Worn Out. You know, like we uh, hid away and just kind of really put our focus on writing and making sure that we become the best new version of ourselves. Like that sounds like some kind of meme, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It, like, it's, a, it's about time that we did a headline show as well. Yeah, yeah it so. really, really is. Like, I'm surprised you haven't done so before, actually. Yeah, I think it was just we're getting a lot of really good supports and stuff, but it was... I don't know, just some, something wasn't pushing us to do it. I think we were just constantly waiting until we had an EP to do it and we wanted to do something big. But mm. I think at this stage now, it's like there's no point in us waiting. I think it's the last couple of gigs that we've done, we've just been like, what the hell are we waiting for? Like, I don't, I don't know what it was really that was stopping us doing it. But Maybe the slow burn mentality? Yeah, maybe, in a, in a sense. I think it was also just like we were doing so much and felt like maybe we hadn't got to that level. Do you yeah. know, like we were... Our writing wasn't at the level where we deemed it to be, to you know, headline like to be that big thing that people would actually pay money specifically to go see you. And I feel like now we've we've definitely have the songs behind us. Now we definitely have the songs behind us. We'll talk a little bit more about the new version of Worn Out a little bit later on. But first, the band came together a little under two years ago. I want to say now. Yeah. As in, like, was, or was revealed to the public, right? Revealed to the public, yeah, 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 a little under two years ago. Maybe bring us a little bit into how Worn Out came together, where the idea came from. So, like, uh, our original guitarist, Isaac, yeah. um, he was away abroad for um, a while, uh, and as soon as he came back, um, I was always on to him about starting a band, because I knew we had the same type of uh, music taste and stuff, um, so we eventually just got together, um, and then on the other side, then we had Evan and Brian. Yeah. Um, and then they have their own yeah it was all very kind of organic as well like I think the two lads were looking to start a band I was looking to start a band and we just kind of met in the middle I think even the first time I remember talking to Isaac about it it was almost like yeah maybe some kind of Alice in Chains ish thing and then we wanted more trash talking yeah yeah and the second we got in I was just ah, we'll see what happens and it just came out with I think we wrote Circle the, the first version of Circle the Drain at the first practice so it was just kind of head first into it like that hardcore influence was immediate and the lads of course naturally have form in different hardcore bands or metalcore bands deathcore bands etc regarding getting sat down and into studio and kind of once the initial ideas and influences had been worked out how did you kind of settle upon you know a dynamic for yourselves and a routine for yourselves as a band kind of once that kind of early feeling out process is done 
what's the time like in between getting that stuff written and announcing your presence with a debut single release and a video release all before your first live excursion? Yeah, we, we kind of, I think we planned it well. We um, we were hiding away writing. We didn't have any plan to gig. We had no no goal on when we wanted to do it, but we kind of set ourselves small goals in front of us. So we wanted to do it right. Is that yeah, we wanted, wanted to do it right. We didn't kind of want to do one of those things where we start a Facebook page and then just put pictures of drumsticks on the floor being like, something is coming, you know? Yeah. So we, we hid away, we wrote, um, we booked Aiden before we had like two half songs so we booked Aiden for like two months later to this be is like Aiden Cunningham Aiden Cun- of yeah, yeah. Murdoch fame Murdoch fame alright and uh, yeah we booked it just because you know what if we have something that's making us you know it has to be good it has to be done at a certain time rather than it just be too laxy daisy and there was a few songs we were choosing on but uh, we went with uh, with False Hope and I'm delighted we kind of did it that way just because I think having that goal to work towards when it's real that like you have to you have to get it done rather than it just be oh we can put this off we'll we'll get to it next week it was like there was no getting to it next week it had to happen there and then so you kind of put yourself in the headspace of making it making hmm. it work was it hard for you to kind of keep its existence under wraps especially with you know all the excitement happening you know among four or five of you and a close circle of friends that know about it before you know finally coming through with it I think it was just before Christmas yeah it was just before Christmas we were lucky as well because we had um, we had a tour with Hero and Error booked and ready to go and I think we were like what was it two or three days or something yeah. before we were going to start the page um, announce the tour and then have the single but uh, the whole tour got cancelled like I felt like I literally had my finger on the publish button yeah and thank god that that happened because we would if if we published the page and put out the single, it would have been another two months, I think, before what ended up being our first gig with um, Godmother. Yeah. So in a way, thank God we didn't. Thank uh, you, here and there. Yeah, thank you, lads. <laughs> you mentioned Godmother, of course, and your first gig, your first live excursion, uh, is in UCC's new bar, uh, supporting one of Dillinger Escape Plan's mentees, so to speak, via the Party Smasher Inc. project in Godmother. I was there on the night and it was about as close to an organised demolition as one could imagine. Um, and it was one of those situations where it was really unique in that the new bar hasn't played host to a, a whole bunch of new live music yeah, in a regular yeah. capacity in a long time. So you lads ended up loading in and sound checking amid exams happening. Would that be correct? That was yeah. true. Do you remember that? They- I was dying sick as well and I was just like kept screaming and there was people still in the bar just like what is this dude doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. But it turned out well, so... Yeah, there was... I remember uh, before we even got there, it's, um, I don't know if it was on the examiners or something, but came out to Chris or Alex and uh, started giving out, being like, there's exams going on and all this. And it's funny, that was the closest we ever got to... Well, the closest I ever got to a UCC exam anyway, which is funny with me. Like. <laughs> but from there then, obviously, like the timing of Warnout's arrival is impeccable because... The year prior, Baylor announced their presence in a big way. And in 2017, their national touring starts ramping up. Um, God Alone and other younger bands start to kind of announce their presence a little bit. Lads like Appenim all start kind of congealing and start playing their first gigs out. And it seems to me like Metal in Cork always kind of happens in waves. It always comes and goes. Projects 
you know, ebb and flow with people's availabilities or people's, you know, where people are in life. Mm. Um, talk to us a little bit, I suppose, about how you felt about, you know, your place in Cork's metal scene or the Cork metal scene in general as it was coming together for you. I, was, I think I remember when we, when we first started, it was... Because there was, there was so much happening at that time. Like there was, there was a gig nearly in poor relation every week, you know? So it yeah. just felt like felt really good to be we actually did feel like we were part of something and something that you could also be proud of because the bands that were there as well were and are still great you know it was nice when I think the Selkies came out they started releasing stuff after us and it felt nice to not be the babies like just to hand the torch <laughs> being like Selkies are awesome but uh, so it was nice to hand the torch and be like come on now we need more bands we need more bands like it's really good to feel part of something like Speaking of Selkies, we're going to hear from them right now as part of the playlist that you've assembled for this episode of the podcast. Earlier on, we heard from Baylor and Zora. And with Selkies, you've got their debut single, Clubbing Baby Seals, which is a song about baby seals going out on the tear as opposed to acts of violence being inflicted upon baby seals. I actually, I just, I love Selkies. I think that um, I usually just have Clubbing Baby Seals stuck in my head. The song, not the actual, not actually Clubbing Baby <laughs> Seals. Mm-hmm. Like, but, uh, yeah, I think they're a band now that uh, every single time I see them live, I think live is where you really, really should see them. They just, they're so tight and they have such a specific sound. Like straight away when they start Progressive hardcore. Yeah, like Sel- but Selkies have their version of it. Like, you know, they really, I think they're, if, if they, um, I can imagine now if they went and recorded with Aiden, that's going to be something absolutely insane. Like I really hope that they do. Please give them ideas. Oh, I've, I've, I live with uh, Luke. I've, giving him ideas like <laughs> no one listens to me <laughs> we listen to you and we're listening to you on Red on Red but before we hear from Selkies we also have a related project with God Alone and Dagda I think when bands come on this I don't think I think it should just be uh, a staple that they're going to play God Alone like if a band comes on this and doesn't play God Alone I want nothing to do with you like the first time I saw God Alone like uh, I, I was watching with Evan like and we were just bursting out laughing at how good they are like yeah. as in their drummer is ridiculous like they're a, like they're a ridiculous band it's a ridiculous <laughs> blend of influences and again we've 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 talked at length here about kind of the youth factor that's going on bef- before them as well and just kind of how much better are they going to be mm. but this is the thing like if i said it before that if if um if everything that if they're the the future like then we oh cork music is golden man we are <laughs> we are so okay if more bands their age start coming out, then there's that's going to be a huge resurgence of a of a scene, you know. And that's the same is true across all the genres. We're going to hear from God Alone with Dagda in just a moment, but first, this is Selkies with Clubbing Baby Seals here on Red on Red. Let us
Got Alone with Dagda, taken from their Paul Namron LP, available now for streaming across all digital services and gotalone.bandcamp.com. This is Red on Red, still joined in studio by Evan, Xander and Alex of Worn Out, ahead of their big gig at Fred Zeppelin's in a couple of weeks' time. Um, before the jump, we were talking a little bit about how the band came together, early writing sessions, the dynamic, and just the timing of your arrival in the Cork music scene and a couple of singles a couple of videos and a brace of supporting gigs down the line you are now getting ready to unleash what you're telling us is your debut extended player I suppose talk to us a little bit about the writing and creative process for ye after a personnel change and with I suppose the initial hurdles out of the way for the band so I think like uh, I joined like by the beginning of this year and right away just from the first practice on we hit it and started writing music first first we just wanted to like get the set list down so i get comfortable in the songs but like in the first practice we actually wrote like the skeleton of the first song yeah. and that's where we knew okay this is going somewhere we had like a good chemistry going on and also i think like i have a different style from 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 isaac the old guitar player who who was a good guitar player of course but i bring some yeah, different influences in, into it like before we say we still have it sounds like worn out but it just sounds like the new improved version of it you know I think worn everyone... out 2.0 yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely you mentioned there at the outset uh, Alex you've come along and replaced Isaac Reardon yeah. as a guitarist and with a personnel change comes a little bit of a style change maybe talk to us a little bit about how the dynamic of the band kind of differed in those kind of intermittent jam sessions as things are coming together well, I don't know how it is before, but right now, like Evan, Brian, our bass player, and I, we just like uh, write out some some ideas, get them down during practice, and then we're gonna record them, like re- really get a skeleton of a song going, mm-hmm. and then go from there. In terms then of an extended player, um, obviously sitting down, collating ideas, getting together, you know, lyrical themes and concepts, and making sure there's something that's coherent for a record, kind of. What's your process, if any, for this extended player as a body of work? Is there any kind of underlying concept? And kind of what's your vision for this, really? Um, I, I, we haven't really thought about an actual almost theme of it because at the moment we're just we're writing so fast and everything's, you know, we're, we're writing on such a faster scale than we ever have and things are a lot more technical than they ever have been, so... We haven't really set a, a theme for it. It's just a couple of absolutely banging tunes, really. Like I, do, I, I could get into like a really in-depth thing about it, but well, like just when banging I banging tunes. When I write guitarists, I actually have like like a vision in mind um, when I write song after song after song because I think it has to be coherent. I don't think that we have like a like a concept behind it, but I like to write really fast music, really <laughs> relentless music. That's really a bit uncomfortable and it's also going to be a lot more dissonant like the old stuff before but uh, unlike before as well um, with our previous guitarist uh, it took a while for us to get uh, a tune together but uh, now I find with Alex and stuff like each uh, jam we go to we, we're just straight away bringing straight away something away, out yeah. like, we, haven't, we haven't hit a wall I think we're we're almost writing too quick that <laughs> yeah. you know we're, we plan to record hopefully later on in the year but we could have done almost two separate EPs now, but we're, because we're writing so fast... We want it to be perfect. Yeah, we want to make sure that each song that we have on is the best ones, you know, because it's, it's happening so quick and we're 
figuring figuring everything out um, with you know our writing is getting so much better that something that we wrote a week ago might already not excite us anymore but a week ago we thought like this is definitely on the EP and then we'd start working on something new and we've just forgotten about that old thing we're like no 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 what were we thinking just when I think about it like a couple of times we figured out like like some parts some some song ideas and then never used them again because they were not exciting us anymore like a week later mm. um, yeah, but yeah the, the ideas just kept he, uh, keep coming <laughs> yeah yeah Amid all of that flux then in studio, with all of these ideas coming to you and everything kind of happening at the presence that it is, when you sit down to kind of work out these ideas or you kind of decide that an idea is finished or a song is finished or the bones of a song have been kind of put down, etc., what's the process for yourselves in terms of, number one, you know, everybody all together deciding, okay, this is done, it's time to beat it into shape for live performance, and especially with these with this brace of gigs coming up with Sex Hardcore... Again, bring us into getting a new set put together live, including this new material and how everything's whipped into shape. Yeah, like, I think with uh, the new songs as well, um, I guess it's just trying to... I think I, I have a, a natural thing of being like, you want to save your best for last, so you try to put yeah. all your new songs at the end, but it's just more making a show than just being like, okay... Here's a song, thank you. Here's a song, thank you. You know, like making an actual cohesive show. Um, and have like dynamics going on. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. When you just hear said, it's not just like it get better towards the end. So it's like a little bit up and down for the emotions. Like yeah. One of yeah. the newest songs that we play, you will hear when we play it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Um, but yeah, we really try to, to keep it interesting and to mix it up. Yeah, that, I think that's a... I wouldn't say a departure on what we've done before, but I think it's more like an evolution. Yeah, yeah, it's like what we did. Got like won the lotto and just took so much cocaine <laughs> on a yacht with loads of naked women and yacht men little. and and men. It's okay, we don't mind. <laughs> but anyway, cocaine. Anyway, yeah, excellent. Speaking of cocaine, uh, we're gonna head back to some more tunes there. Um, <laughs> Joining you on your excursion, give us some dates there and give us the give us the skinny on support. So uh, June twenty seventh, we have in Belfast with Sex Hardcore and Axe Catcher, and one more to be announced. Fucking Axe Catcher! You don't see them live. Yeah, we played. Anymore. I think the last we played with them in Dublin, Dublin a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause they they lost the singer and they started getting back as a a three piece, and they have a new EP uh, out now that's absolutely banging. So we have to play with them. We have to bring them over. Well, we're going up to them, so <laughs> we have to bring them over to their own house. <laughs> uh, the next day then is um, the twenty eighth in Fred's. So we have Order sixty six from Dublin. We have Selkies. We have Sex Hardcore, and then we have ourselves. And Time kind of, and door tax. Uh, it's nine nine p.m. doors and uh, eight You're magical right. beans. Yeah, fantastic. Splitting the double headliner duties on that tour with you are Belfast lads, Sex Hardcore. And this is their tune, End. How did you happen across the lads? We played with them in Dublin, I'd say. When was that? It was March, I think. Yeah, it was March. Like, and we just got to know those guys there. Yeah, we fell in love with them. Like, they are so good. Most of their songs are, like, 30 seconds long. Uh, they're, ju oh, they're just so good. They did a Nine Inch Nails cover as well, which is unbelievable. That also <laughs> yeah, run 30 seconds. Did. 
Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> no, but what? Xander and I, we were going nuts when they started to play. We were looking at each other. Oh my god, it's Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. So good. I think they got one of the best quotes out of us. Where it was oh, like, yeah. I think when we talked to them after, like, uh, we just went. I went up to him and was like. Oh man, you were so good. You look like Trash Talk. And then you did a cover of Trash Talk. That was cool. <laughs> or what Brian said, those guys either play really fast or they play really slow. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of lads playing really doomishly and really either really fast or really slow depending on the situation. Horse, one of the most unlikely crossover successes fresh off of um, their soundtracking of the Arm Wrestling Championship of Cork City at It Takes a Village Festival. I saw that. Uh, with <laughs> Dragon taken from their split 12-inch with Bisect. I think Dragging is an absolute banging tune. I think the, the actual groove of that, that's, I think there's that relentless straight riffing just the whole way through just really nails it in um, groove wise I think that's my, my favourite thing about that tune is uh, just the the groove of it it's, it's relentless like the chorus groove in particular yeah just no, 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 yeah, no, no. yeah but just that, that intro and, it and everything and like the video was great uh, mm. Rob did the video for that it's just heavy it's really groovy and heavy like I think that's what I'm always looking for and I found it in that their other track off their part of the split 12 with Bisect is ridiculous as well is that fun drone or draw yeah yeah, 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 yeah. like it's just the rottenest you know most discordant riffing that they have done to date yeah yeah, yeah. and even that's you know what 6 to 12 months ago and the stuff that they're playing now the new stuff that they're unveiling on social I is think they could ridiculous. be like one of the funniest bands to watch as well I just love there's a certain level of like they take the music seriously but they just don't take themselves seriously and oh, it's no. so comforting about that about not getting up and being like thinking that you're bigger than you are it's like they're just having fun and when you watch people have fun you have fun you loosen up and it just becomes more enjoyable that way do you see them at the Kino a couple of weeks or a couple of months ago I did opening, yeah with the uh, Crippler Crossface the wrestling match, what was yeah. it was uh, the Walls of Jericho yeah, was it yeah. the last <laughs> in the Walls of Jericho oh, oh it was class uh, for to take the win at 28 minutes into their set yeah yeah that was with, uh, that was God Alone's God Alone's album, uh, album launch, was launch yeah. yeah yeah that was very good Kino, which is tremendous right we're going to get a headlock on the playlist here this is Sex Hardcore with End here on Red on Red
with dragging here on Red on Red still joined in studio by members of Worn Out ahead of their gig on the 28th at Fred Zeppelin's with Selkies and Sex Heart for more information check out Worn Out on Facebook and Twitter that gig on the 28th in Fred's your first headliner as you mentioned earlier a little bit of apprehension a little bit of excitement a little bit of nervousness uh, that I can tell for your first headline engagement but really the red I ain't room. nervous at all, man. I'm ready. ready to go. Oh, yeah. We're <laughs> giving it all. ready to go. The red room upstairs on Parliament Street, Fred Zeppelin's. 
Cork City's great rock and metal survivor over the past two decades. Uh, talk to us, I suppose, a little bit about your own relationship personally and as musicians with Fred's and what the venue has meant to you as metalers in Cork City. Let's keep it short. Pints. Pints. <laughs> no. Shots of Jaeger. <laughs> Jaeger more so than Pints, I think, is more synonymous with at this stage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even from Corks, but I think we had like our worst gig and one of our best gigs in Cork in uh, Fred's like the one venue was we've had one of the worst gigs we've ever played and probably one of the best ones we've ever played so you, it's an all rounder really Like it's a great venue though it's very uh, intimate I like the, the size and stuff and all your mates come up so it's a good spot in terms of the changes that it's undergone over the years and how it's kind of arrived at where it is now stage set up and what have you um, I suppose what are some of the idiosyncrasies and kind of the, the, the pros and cons of playing Fred's um, I get like I think um, especially when Pavel's there like when Pavel's doing sound like you know you're going to sound huge mm. you know what I mean and it's I think for the type of music that we're playing it's such a perfect venue because it is so intimate and it's very easy to kind of get everyone sweaty and involved straight away you know when people go a lot of time when people go up to Fred's they they almost know what's what's going to happen they know it's someone's going to jump off something something it's going to happen but you know? <laughs> yeah so it's uh, I think just it is an extremely iconic venue as well it, the amount of bands that have come through there like I've, cancer bats cancer bats yeah absolutely like there was uh, see this is the thing was I not being from Cork like even being in Kilkenny I, I knew through Bebo like you'd just see the amount of bands that were coming through Cork and just being so jealous that I remember the first time I went to Fred's going up to a gig there just being like oh my god this is that place that I keep hearing about being a Kilkenny man yourself would you not have the compunction to put on some shows inside and like clears of the set oh I put on look we did a show in clears with a uh, Baylor uh, last summer probably will never happen again but it was great fun <laughs> it's uh, always difficult to kind of try and introduce I'm trying to reintroduce almost now like bring yeah. it, like there was a great crowd uh, I think it was just a bit too insane uh, we had a, a great night like I mean since the day days of the zoo like the all ages gigs if it wasn't for those gigs I don't know what where I'd be like they I've met so many people that I'm still very good friends with the uh, if we didn't have those all ages gigs I don't know where we would have been able to play and they weren't just you know small all ages gigs with a crappy PA in the corner it was a, it was a good venue you know yeah. it was properly run it was every, everything about it was done right so you're getting that professionalism straight away even on your first gig you're getting really good setup. the bands that are coming through are probably going to be really good and there was just such a huge scene but as time went on it kind of died and there was nothing left really there's kind of an analogous scene to that in Cork City and a little bit in North Cork uh, which you can put down to venue closures the economic recession but also how you know uh, culture has been consumed all of a sudden live gigs is competing with as the kids turn 18 pre-drinks uh, and all of this as well as Xbox Netflix that kind of period of three to five years at the outset of the recession kind of really changed how a younger generation kind of interfaced with music and while that's changed again in recent times it's still one of those things so where in a smaller town it can be a little bit more difficult to in, sorry smaller town Kilkenny has the audacity to call itself a city damn and right that's that's, <laughs> that, that's 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 a bone of contention that we have the general thing is reintroducing a genre to 
a city or town that hasn't had it in quite some time can be a bit of a daunting task, especially if it's not been there for younger people to, 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 to indulge with and engage with. Yeah, very much so. I mean, like, the zoo... After it was the zoo, I think it turned into a strip club. So that's like... I th- I always said they should do both. They should run gigs and a strip club, but nobody, again, nobody wants to listen Please to me. do both at the same time. Yeah, and then now it's, I think it's uh, like <laughs> a... Cas- no more joined up thinking. Yeah. <laughs> now it's a, it's a casino now, but I think I was there two or three years ago. I went down just even to see what it was like, and it's so strange being in there because it's a casino... Everything the, it's laid out the same. There is no stage, and you're playing blackjack where you played one of your worst gigs of your life for the one of your first gigs, and like all oh, this, and it's it's very odd. But I, I know there is talk of a few. There's so many people that do want all ages gigs and more shows back in Kilkenny, and there's a group. I think it's the Marble Index, and I can see everybody talking about it, and just the different things that are getting in the way now with different licensing laws mm. that weren't there previously so you know a lot of things are different and it's not as easy as just setting up somewhere and playing there's insurance things now and just trying to find an actual venue that will allow people under 18 to come in is not as easy as it used to be i think just fuck a pa into the back of a roller coaster i oh well i thought you meant an actual <laughs> roller coaster for a second i was like i am booking that tonight like yeah well they do they do um i mean roller coaster have have shows all right but I mean, like, I'm trying to think of having a full band, like, where we had the zoo. I know after the zoo, a few years later, they tried to do it in somewhere. No, someone's going to kill me now because I can't remember where it was. But it just, something about it just didn't work. It was, the zoo had something and I just don't, if they can figure out how to replicate it or bottle it, it will come back. But it's just trying to figure out what it was, you know, maybe the right venue. And I don't even know if there's younger bands in Kilkenny. There's one or two that I know of that got on to us about supporting the last time we played, but a lot of the time it was bands from Carlo that were getting on just because they heard there was a show mm. in Kilkenny, but with any anything of a heavier aspect, I'm, I'm not really sure there was that many at the time going on. There was Out of Habit, the two-piece punk that we ended up getting supporting, but mm. apart from that, I'm actually not too sure if there was... That's why putting on the show, I didn't know what way it was going to go. I didn't know if there was going to be people show up at all, if people cared. But mm. there, there's a lot of people showed up, so there is, it, you know, it is an option to still do it as long as people put themselves out there to actually go down and play those shows. Then people will come to it. This is Red on Red, Cork's official podcast of the Kilkenny metal scene. And coming up, we have more tunes from your playlist. No spill blood. Uh, one third Corkonian synth punk act with no retreat taken from their Street Meat EP yeah that was uh, that was Brian's choice Brian absolutely like No Spill Blood are great uh, Brian went for that um, Brian's uh, had a tap dancing lesson so he couldn't make it today shout but, uh, out to Brian yeah <laughs> uh, he uh, he has his uh, his grade 8 in tap dancing I think coming up so well, he he's doing really, really well. He's doing Absolutely. so good mm. with his tap dancing as well. Like we didn't think he had the ankles for it, but, but that's he, just because he got the steroids from from Baylor. Right? From yeah, he got the steroids. Yeah, he got steroids from the lads. But yeah. his so yeah. that's finally officially confirmed. There's going to be an investigative podcast about the dealing of anabolic steroids in the car car course. You know, right? Yeah, yeah, we don't take them though. Yeah, we're not those kind of guys. We clean. Call them out. Clean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're lucky there isn't a lie detector in uh, Studio Four at Red FM. You also have Carosa with uh, Iosis taken from the 2017 demo. They're just chunky, like <laughs> they just like 
I mean this in the nicest way, but their music sounds smelly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's just so chunky and slow. And they've uh, we we saw them with Suits there. Um, when was it? Like about two, two weeks ago. Two, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is with the the new lineup as well. And like I think with um. So what their their I think their bass tone is so important to their sound and they is it Tomas is the new Tomas is the yeah. new bassist yeah he nailed it man he really really nailed it and they just found sounded like such a driving force of smelly rock and it was brilliant I loved it <laughs> Carosa coming up via Smellovision on the Red on Red podcast but first this is No Spill Blood with No Retreat here on Red on Red.
Carosa with Iosis here on Red on Red, still joined in studio by the lads from Worn Out. And just before we wrap up the show, a uh, quick question that I meant to ask you at the other side of the jump there. We talked about the health of the Cork music scene and in particular your timing regarding entering a re-emergent uh, metal and hardcore scene in Cork City. Kind of, what are your thoughts on the scene at present? What are some of the advantages and some of the challenges for you as a band and as gig goers in the city? Uh, I think the scene is very, very strong, and I think it's been said. I've heard a lot of people say this for the last while, being like, Cork is gradually becoming bigger. You know, maybe even just the names of certain bands are getting around more, like God Alone and Baylor, and we're going to other places and playing a lot so it's just spreading the name I'm just hoping that there's more you know new bands that keep starting because I think that's the main like you know if there's not more bands starting then it's you're only going to have a certain amount that will end up just playing with each other all the time mm. so I like, think if anyone's thinking of starting a band just, just do it like do you know what I mean there's so many so many options when you're in Cork that I think people just don't realise like to coin a phrase from your interview with Totally Cork a couple of years ago now at this stage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did say that. I said start, start a band. band. No. no. Yeah. That's the one. I still stand by that. Like Iconic. Just before we head away, uh, Fred's, the 28th. Uh, Selkie's Sex Hardcore, Worn Out. And Order 66. Happening at Fred's. Eight euro at the door, 9pm kickoff. Uh, we talked a little bit about your thoughts heading into it, but I suppose for people that haven't seen Worn Out before, maybe checking out for the first time that you're in a headline set, what can we expect from a worn out live show? <coughs> Energy. Absolute mayhem for this. Zender going nuts in the crowd. Yeah. Oh, you uh, make sure you're, you're there so you can carry me when I jump on top of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 I'm, like, I'm pretty focused on making this insane. I'm, yeah, we, we've worked yeah. hard to, just to get a headline show together. We've uh, our set list sorted now. We have a new guitarist. New we're sound, yeah. We're just yeah. like this. We're we're just going balls to the wall, you know. Like there's no, no stopping it. Like there's nothing slowing us down. We're headstrong. We all know what we want. We're just gonna go for it. That's what you want. You can find Worn Out across social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and you can check out the videos for their singles so far on YouTube. You can find Worn Out singles also on the streaming services. Yep. Yep. Uh, Spotify. You can download them for free on Bandcamp. And I think they're on iTunes. They're also on iTunes and Apple Music. So you can get everything over there, too. You have no excuse. No excuse. Get your homework (laughs) done before the big show on the 28th. That's all for this week's episode of Red on Red, Cork's new music podcast from Red FM and redextra.ie. Thank you very much to the lads from Worn Out, Evan, Xander and Alex, for joining us this episode. Thanks for having us. And thank you very much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, please take the time to subscribe and leave a review on Apple and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to us on Spotify, as well as other podcasting platforms. Each like, each review helps boost our profile and helps drive more traffic our way. So make sure and do your bit to spread the word. Share this on your social media and make sure to check out the artists featured online or at an upcoming gig. And if you'd like more Irish tunes, please be sure to listen in to Green on Red on Sunday nights with Alan O'Donovan for the best of all that is Irish on Cork's Red FM. 104 to 106. A bit of a step change in the playlist to uh, round up proceedings. Uh, Cork hip hop doomsayer Speculative Fiction with Google, taken from his album Effigies last year with Mankey. Sean's just class. He is. He's just, he's so, so good. Hi, Sean. Hello, Sean. But uh, 
I think Google and the, there's another team. I don't know if he has it fully recorded, but it's when he, I think it's when he supported Immortal Technique in uh, the PAV. Is uh, Tree Huggers? That became um, Cultures of Abundance. Oh, yeah. On yeah, the nice So oh, it's just, Sean, it's just banging. Speculative fiction is banging. There's no. What else can you say? Like, the beats are sick, lyrics are very inspired. He's hot. He, he's unreasonably handsome oh he's gorgeous <laughs> and he is the pillar of modern hip hop in Cork City oh definitely he's been doing it for yeah. a ridiculous amount of time commensurate to I suppose the comeback of hip hop in Cork yeah. City he and was also in a black metal band he was, he was in a doom metal band doom metal people of the monolith yeah that was it this weary yeah, hour yeah. I'm still waiting on my EP he played it to me once and what this is like four or five years ago and he's every time I run into him I ask him why do you have it it's like it's in the car the car is about half an hour away. I'll get it someday. There's like a, a, a rake of the CDs just still in there. I sleeve. think he actually does. Like he has maybe like that and like a change of clothes. Just loads and loads of his old band that he just gives out for free. For the wedding bands. Yeah, That's the other absolutely. That's the yeah. happening as well. We're going to leave you there, so with Speculative Fiction and Google. This has been Red on Red and we'll talk to you next week. Semtex seizures Best wake up and smell the diesel Life is stress but the dead rest easy Unless you got an on off switch like electric heaters Systematic messages of doom and despair Suicidal shit like spoon in a bear Sticks in the head like glue in your hair Fuck learning that's why Google is there But this mentality is flimsy and callous and Trying to keep up with it's like sprinting in sandals I place my focus on linguistics and samples And get respected for my effortless chatter A scene saturated with raps about other rappers Like the shit even matters Specs on a good thing It's feckin' timeless Like the tetrapod footprints on Valencia Island Sorry lads No point trying Red on Red.